Hello and welcome to the More Confidence with Luna Gaia podcast. I'm your host, Lenaria Gaia, and here we talk all things body image, self-esteem, your thinking in your mind, how do you connect true to you in every part of who you are. I want you to know that all of you is welcome, so sit back and relax and listen to today's episode. Sending you love. Hello and welcome to episode 152 of the More Confidence with Luna Gaia podcast. I am your host, Luna Gaia. And have you ever looked out into the world and wished that it was different? Like we're waiting on the world to change, as John Mayer might say. Waiting on the world to change. You know that? Kind of look out and we see this world that maybe is full of all this muck and grossness and we're like, man, when's the world going to wake up? Yeah. We're going to talk about that on today's episode because here on the More Confidence with Luna Gaia podcast, we talk about all things confidence, self-love, coming back home to yourself so you can be the most confident, authentic, loving, peaceful version of yourself for the sake of the world, really. And I want to say thank you. Whether or not this is a brand new episode for you, thank you so very much for being here and welcome or whether or not you've listened to this podcast for a long time, 152 episodes worth, wherever you are on your self journey, I want to say thank you from the bottom of my heart because I know that this podcast is reaching the people that it needs to reach. And of course, I think that this podcast could reach a whole more people. So if you haven't already, go ahead and hit that subscribe button on whatever platform you are tuned into right now, be that on YouTube, be that on Spotify or some of your other favorite podcast platforms. Because when you do that, what actually happens is that it tells the algorithmic gods that people like this and it will send it out to more people. Yeah, so it just happens to expand everything. And the mission of this podcast, the mission of the work that I do is to revolutionize the way women and girls across the globe see themselves and their bodies so they can stop hiding, get out of their own ways and bring their unique talents and gifts to the world. Because I think that that's what we need, don't you? We have enough people being fake. We have enough people trying to be Instagram famous. We have enough people in the world scrambling for attention. What the world needs is more authenticity. What the world needs is more truth. What the world needs is more examples of people being fully themselves as loving and as kind as they are in our truth, not from the egoic perspective. I'm not talking about people go, oh, yeah, well, it's just who I am. No, that's your ego. The real conversation that I'm having here is like, who are you beyond your ego? Who are you beyond the conditioning? Who are you beyond your personality? There is truth that exists within inside of you, and that is authenticity. It's not, I'm opinionated, so I'm going to share and tell everybody and I'm going to hurt people's feelings. No, being your most authentic self is not about being a prick. Being your most authentic self is about, well, you living the truth that's in your heart. And no one's heart is that of a prick. It's only in our minds that we are. So I want that for you. I want that for the world. And I want to felt the people in your world so you get to see beautiful examples of people being their truest, most authentic selves and being successful. Because it's really easy to look out in the world and see people who are being successful and they may be fake, they're fake, 
or they're false. You might see them being liars or cheats. And we sit there and go, oh, well, the good guys finish last. Uh Uh-uh. I'm here to show you that when you are your most authentic self, you are aligned. When you set boundaries, when you have respect for yourself, you will automatically attract people to you who will respect you. When you love you, you draw people into you that will love you for who you are, not for who you pretend to be, not for the masks that you wear or the costumes that you show up in, but they will love you for who you are. Because you know what? You love you for who you are. I don't I don't believe that no one can love you until you love yourself. I think that that's harming us. But you're never going to be able to receive that love until you know how to love yourself. And really, if you don't know yourself particularly well, who are you showing up to in front of other people? When other people love you for who you are, Are you being you? Authenticity can be a tricky thing. It's not what we came here to talk about today. It's a a podcast for another day. But what this this conversation is about is that we want to see a different world. There is fakeness, as I said, and falseness. And there is greed and there is violence and hunger, abuse and human rights violations. When you look out into the world, maybe you watch the news. P.S. I highly recommend that you don't. Not so you can be ignorant to what is happening in the world. Maybe just understand it's a needs-to-know basis. Understand what you need to know about the world. But if you spend any significant amount of time watching the news or reading the news, you are going to only think that the world is full of garbage because good news does not sell. Know that. Good news does not sell. If I had a dramatic podcast about all the reasons why the world is going to shit, I would probably have more success. I don't care. (laughs) What I'm interested in is sending a message of love, a message of authenticity, a message of connection with self so that we can have a better world, which is what I'm here to talk about today. Because you look out into the world and you see all these violence and, and, and aggression and greed and pain and, and suffering. We see all this suffering in the world. And, and even if you bring that back into your own world, you look into your world and perhaps there is conflict in there, in, in a conflict with yourself, conflict within your family, maybe inner and outer. Maybe, you know, you're having to pay the bills You're having to make ends meet. You need to overcome adversity. You're striving and sometimes just existing can be a difficult thing. Have you ever noticed? Like, oh my God, I woke up again. Shit. Not because we're necessarily flirting with the idea of of suicide, but because because the consuming, all-consumingness of life can be really heavy at times. It can be a lot. And so sometimes we're like, oh, I have to get up and do it all over again every single day. That can lead us to think that this world sucks. It can lead us to sit there and go, oh, man, I don't, what's the point? Why do we even bother? Why would we continue to go down the path of awakening or improving ourselves? What's the point when the corporate fat cats at the top of the ladder are just going to take my money anyway? Interesting. Have you had these thoughts before? 
have you thought to yourself kind of like, well, what's the point? You know, the game is rigged. The rich just get richer and they're going to control us. You know, have you ever thought that it's just, just pointless? You know, the whole world is telling you to not like yourself. We have media everywhere that suggests that who you are is not enough. We're bombarded by that on a daily basis. If you watch the news or you follow mainstream media, then you'll see a lot of that on a regular basis. Fear, destruction, everything's bad, the world is screwed, the climate's going to shit and the big people aren't doing anything about it. Corporations are taking over. The government's to blame. Have you ever had these conversations with yourself? We want the world to be different, right? And we all have different flavours. We all have different ideas about how maybe the world could be a better place. Maybe climate action is the thing that you're really passionate about. Maybe it's animal rights. Maybe it's human rights. Maybe you're just surviving through your day and you don't have any time or space to even be thinking about the world at large. But you're certainly thinking about your world, aren't you? How you can make that better, how you can make improvements or differences. And it's not always going to look like, oh, I, I'm going to, I think that this is a great idea to make it better. Let's implement it. Very often what it can be is like, I've had enough. I couldn't be bothered. I don't want to do this anymore. Who's to blame? Who can, who can, who can I... Who can I make accountable for the fact that my life isn't going the way that I want it to? So be that your life in the micro or the life in general in the macro, we want the world to change. And we think that the government should do something about it. And we think that the corporation should do something about it. And we think that someone else needs to do something about it. And it's not to say that those things aren't true. It's not to say that there may be a whole bunch of corporate capitalism greed that goes on whereby whereby the people at the, quote, top of the food chain make all the decisions. It's not the conversation that we're going to have today, but I'd like just for you to ponder for a moment. If you don't have, you know, you're not in a great financial position, you'd like to be in a better financial position. In fact, most people listening, most people aren't in that top 1%. We're 1% in the world, actually. We probably are in the top 1% in the world, but like that 0.01%, the people who have seemingly an infinite amount of money, and they're people that are usually making a lot of the decisions in the world. We can understand in this capitalistic culture that the more money that we have, it leads to more power. And we can get angry about that. Well, we need to have wealth distribution and we need to like tax them to their poor, you know, or even just tax them to make it more fair. Yeah, cool. What would happen if the people with your heart had the money? What would happen if you went out and got yourself wealthy and you learnt what they learnt, but you did it with integrity? How would you influence the world with that level of power? Because I have a really strong belief that those with the biggest hearts right now in culture aren't the ones that are in power. But they need to be. That's why I'm on this mission. Because I know that for so many of you, you have a story to tell. You have a voice. You have change in your heart that I know that you could make a difference. But right now you are stuck. Right now you are holding yourself back. 
And does that mean that you're going to go on to be a billionaire and, and you know, become the next Elon Musk? I don't know. <laughs> Could it just mean that sometimes the more money that you have, the more influence you have over, over government or you have more influence over community, you can make different decisions? Wouldn't it be better if you were the one or one of the ones if people like us were the ones with more money, therefore more influence, therefore more power. Mm, interesting point. Something for us to ponder. I think that it could be the ones, the giving, the kind ones, because an old mentor once said to me that money is a magnifier. Money is simply a magnifier. If you were a jerk before you get rich, you're just going to be a bigger jerk. If you are generous and kind-hearted before you get rich, you're just going to be more generous and kind-hearted. I do not believe that money turns people into bad people. It's just that what we see more frequently in media is the bad people who happen to have money. <laughs> and look, I don't think anybody's exclusively bad. Go back and check a couple of episodes ago that I talked about this episode 149, I believe, maybe even 150. Go and check out that about things not necessarily being right and wrong. Can we love ourselves when we're a hot mess? Yes, the answer is yes. So I don't know if there's necessarily bad people out there, but there are people who maybe are more inclined to greed. They're more inclined to underhanding. They're more, in, they're more inclined to not be fair. They're more inclined to not live within a, a set of value system right? And that's what we often see. But if people like you, people like me, people with generous hearts were the ones with more money and more power, what would you do with it? Yeah. Now it starts to get a little bit exciting here. It's a really interesting thing because I'm not here to talk about money. That's not the point of this conversation. But it, this conversation is about us wanting the world to be different and feeling powerless to make a difference. And I love the quote from the Dalai Lama, one of the Dalai Lamas, I'm not sure which one it was, but if you think you're too small to make a difference, try spending a night with a mosquito. <laughs> my God. You're like, where is it? Oh my God. And you know what's going to bite you, right? Like you can hear comes in through your ear. Oh my God. Okay. It's cool. So is it better that it's near my ear, maybe going into my ear? Like, where is it? And is it going to bite me? And it can bite me lots of time. Like I'm, I'm, I'm just going to be the smorgasbord and other, is there more than one? What is happening? Mosquitoes. And then obviously depending on what country you're in, those mosquitoes could uh, literally lead you to your death. <laughs> if you think you're too small to make a difference, think about the mosquito. Yeah. Powerful here. The reason I share these metaphors with you is because I want you to understand that, that we want the world to change, right? We see this world and we want and we wish that it was different. You are the world. We are the world. We are the children. It's a random uh, song to come to mind. We are the ones to make a brighter place. So let's start giving. Let's start living right? Like there's lyrics in that that are powerful, irrelevant of how you feel about MJ. 
there's power in those lyrics big time because you are the world like we we make it up there's this thing of like you know when you are stuck in traffic you're not stuck in traffic you are the traffic <laughs> you are part of the traffic you are creating the traffic by being there yeah there is no the traffic it's made up of all the people in the traffic that's making the traffic just like the world we often talk about society is doing this or, you know, the world is making me do this. But it's not accurate. We are a part of that. And, and if we do not take responsibility for our part in it, then we cannot impact the whole. Because if everybody is turning around waiting for someone else to do it, well, the people who are maybe not particularly inclined towards making a better world for everybody, they're just going to make a better world for themselves, <laughs> right? Because they're the ones that are getting up and doing something about it. We can begrudge Amazons. We can begrudge Big Pharma. We can, we can begrudge people with, you know, who have gone about getting themselves a lot of money, be that because they've inherited it, it's family money, it's long line money, or that they have gone out and gotten theirs. We can begrudge all of them, but they're going and doing the thing that they wanted to. It's just that maybe their intentions aren't as global as yours might be. So what do we do about that? Because I have a strong belief that there will be no outer peace until there is inner peace. It can't possibly exist. We will not have inner peace until we have, rather, we will not have outer peace until we have had inner peace. Because that's where it stems from. We can't just go ahead and people, people talk about this all the time, like we've got to bring down the government. We've got to bring down the government. And when I think about that for people, people talk about this all the time. We're going to bring down the government. When people talk about this, that they're going to maybe necessarily like bring down the government or they wish that we need to burn it all down, what are we actually saying right there? Because you don't even know how to govern yourself. When I hear people talking about this, we're talking about, and maybe there's imperfect, you know, maybe it's not necessarily perfect that there is, that the government's doing whatever government you happen to be a part of. It may not be perfect, right? And there may be lots of things that you would do differently. There very well could be lots of things that you would do differently. But when push comes to shove, can you govern yourself? Can you lead yourself? If other people, you think you look up to them and you go, oh, they're doing it wrong and whatever, people don't even have their own houses in order. People don't even have their own cells in order. People are not in a position whereby they can even look after themselves, let alone looking after somebody else. Do you know what I mean? So what's important for us to recognize is that when we look out into the world and we want to bring down the government and we, we, we want to be able to create change in the world, really, are we willing to change ourselves? Are we willing to look at what's, what, what are we doing in our own worlds? If we do not have our own house in order in terms of peace within ourselves, how the hell can we expect the world to be at peace? Because we are the world. We are the complete collection of all of the people. 
if every single person, imagine for a second, if every single person decided that they were going to heal themselves, that they were going to work on their own self, if they took responsibility for themselves, their own well-being, their own happiness, and instead of blaming other people, instead of holding other people responsible and accountable, instead of all those things, you went about loving yourself, you went about giving yourself peace, giving yourself respect, how would the world change? We keep waiting for it to happen, waiting on the world to change. We keep waiting on the world to change. But are we actually changing our own world? Because if every single person went about changing their own internal worlds, what would the world look like? If we took personal responsibility, not necessarily take on on the blame and you don't have to take on the whole world. Oh, my God, well, where do I even start changing climate? Where do I even start to change government or human trafficking? We can feel that that can be really, really overwhelming. But what's more important here at this point is that if you don't have enough oxygen to breathe yourself, you cannot help others. This is why this work is so important, because you need to take care of yourself. It's why they say on the planes, right, in case of emergency, affix your own oxygen mask before helping others. There's a reason for that. We must affix our own oxygen mask before helping others because we will pass out. We will not have any oxygen. So I believe that once your oxygen's fixed, you can then help others. Absolutely. It doesn't mean that you have to be completely healed before you go out and do good work in the world. But you do need to be looking after yourself. You do need to be making sure that you are one of the priorities on the list. Because if you're not, you're no good to anybody. And then you're going out and you're overgiving and your boundaries being crossed, or maybe you're just burning yourself out. You're not good to anybody when you're like that. Let us make sure that our own houses are in order. We need to put our own houses in order before we go and, and go see if we can fix the world. You are the world. And so I want to give you three things that if you look out in the world and you think, oh, my God, where do I even start? Where do I even start with myself even? Well, you've come to the right place because you're here listening to this podcast. Maybe you follow me on social media or you've read or listened to my book. More to come, I reckon, don't you? I think I'm probably overdue for a book. I feel like it's coming through. Watch this space. But, you know, if you've, if you've come to one of my talks or you've watched me on social media or my book or you follow here on the podcast, you're already doing things to create this change, by the way. You're educating yourself. You are exploring yourself. You're understanding yourself. So I want you to know that you're already doing your part for the world. And again, it might seem like, but I need to go out there. But here's the thing. If every single person on this planet felt healed, felt confident, felt self-assured, felt entirely loved within their own being, they respected themselves, do you think that we would have war in any capacity? If all of the government agencies, if all of the people who go to war as the pawns for the government, our army, our military, if all those people were like, 
Nah, man. I don't think we should do that. <laughs> it wouldn't happen. Pharaoh was like, I don't, I don't want to have conflict with another person. Not because we're avoiding having the conversations, but because we're we don't see the need to go kill one another. If every person on the planet didn't ever think that it was okay to kill another person, we would not have war anymore. And the only reason why we go out and we feel the need to attack other people and other countries is because we are not secure and loved within ourselves. But if everybody was, then the world changes. Now, you might, again, the mosquito analogy there, you might feel like, well, pff, God, no, everyone's got to catch up. But, you know, we can't, if we, I, I'll get left behind. I will get eaten alive if I am in this world where it hasn't changed yet. And now I become the one who's, you know, fallen in love with myself. I'm just going to get eaten alive because the world is dog eat dog out there. Cool. That's why we need to teach you boundaries. That's why I teach that in my courses. And probably somewhere in one of these podcasts I have as well. We've got to understand that that we can't just sit there and go, well, I'm not going to do it because the world hasn't done it yet. You are the world. Do it with boundaries. Do it with love. That's like, you know, it's love and light. That whole premise of like everything's just fine and we never have conflict and wow, it's not the kind of peace that I believe in. The peace that I believe in is knowing that we are enough, knowing that we are worthy, knowing that we are valuable, and then meeting other people in the same fashion. Oh, they were, they're worthy and they're valuable too. We have difference of opinions. Cool. How do we meet each other like that when we have a difference of opinions? How do we bring our collective ideas together without hating one another? We can do that. But when we love ourselves, it's very difficult to hate another because <laughs> we just recognize them. We recognize them in us. The idea of the of the term namaste, which happens in yoga and Buddhist te- um, Buddhist theories and stuff, is is the light in me witnesses the light in you. When we explore and go inward, what actually happens is that we see that <laughs> we are just like you. So I don't want to harm my fellow person because I'm not going to harm me. I don't want to harm the earth because I don't want to harm me. It's all the same. So, yeah, you doing the work maybe at this point in life is you being a pioneer. And I say thank you. Keep going. Do the thing. It is useful because then we're setting examples to the people around us and that ripple effect. Love is just as contagious as hate is, my love. It's just as contagious as fear. We just have to choose. So the first thing that I want you to understand when we're looking at this waiting on the world to change and we wanting to be the change we want to see in the world, like Gandhi would say, is that it's not your fault that things happened, okay? Any kind of trauma, any kind of pain, anything that happens in the world, it's not your fault that it's happened or happening, but it is your responsibility with what you do with it. Yeah, so you had abuse or neglect or, or you know, emotional trauma as a child into your adulthood, whatever it happens to be, shit happened effectively. You didn't cause that. You are not responsible for that. It's not your fault that that happened. It is your responsibility with what you do with it. Okay? It is your responsibility. You then get to decide whether or not that's going to hold you trapped as a prisoner or you're going to 
transmute it into something more beautiful because you can, you have that choice. The second one here is make peace with all parts of yourself, all parts of yourself, because it's really easy to go, oh, I just want to stay in love and light. It's just so peaceful and happy when actually you're all of the things. Go back and and, and listen to or watch podcast episode number 150 and you will see within that about why it's really important to go see all parts of yourself, not just the parts of you that you like. We've got to welcome all parts of ourselves because then when we come across other people that we maybe don't like, we can also welcome with boundaries and with respect and with trust. You can also find out how to love yourself and love your body in my book, Perfectly Imperfect. Just go Google it. You can find it on my website, www.moreconfidence.com.au, or you can find it at any good bookstore, Amazon, uh, Audible, any of those kind of places. You'll find it if you, if you go looking around for it. And the third thing here is master your mind. Your mind screws with you a lot. The thoughts, it's a fearful mind. We have been conditioned this way. We've been conditioned to have fear rather than faith and love. So we must learn how to master our mind. Again, episode 134. There's probably many episodes that I've done in this podcast series of of how to master your mind. It's pretty much the work that we do. Certainly in my signature course, Claim Your Confidence Level 1, we very much help you to deal with your mind and your emotions. You've got to be able to master those parts of you, not to have power over, but so you can become powerful within that. Because otherwise this mind is like a border collie without a job. It's going to mess up your backyard. We need to learn how to direct our mind so that it doesn't get in the way. So a recap. Things that happen to you in life are not your fault, but they're your responsibility of what you do with them. Number two, make peace with all parts of yourself. And number three, master your mind and your emotions. Do all those three things. And it's a, it's a practice too, by the way. Like it's something that's going to continue to evolve in your life that you'll learn more and more. It's not something that like, oh, I have to do it today. Just commit yourself that that's what you're here to do in this world. If that's what you're here to do, to take full responsibility for your life and how you react to it or respond to it, which is what responsibility is. It's your ability to respond rather than react. A reaction is to is, is, a, is a reaction that is automatic, whereas response is your ability to respond, okay? So number one is not your fault, but you can take responsibility. Number two, make peace with all parts of you. And number three, master your mind. Because that world is not apart from you. You are it. You are in the world. You are making up the world. And if each and every single one of us looks within and does the work within our own world, then the world out there becomes a beautiful place. And I don't know about you, but that's the kind of place that I want to live in. It's the kind of world that I want to live in, don't you? I sure do. So go forth. I'd love to hear from you in any way, shape or form. Follow me on the socials. If you haven't hit that subscribe button, go ahead and press the button wherever it happens to be. And thank you. Thank you for being here and thank you for doing your part in making this world a better place. I love you and I hope you love you too.
Thank you so much for listening to the More Confidence with Luna Guy podcast. I hope you feel more confident, more self-assured and ready to go tackle the world's problems and maybe kick ass in some of your dreams. If you haven't already, I would love for you to like and subscribe, follow and maybe leave a review so that other people know how to find this awesome podcast too. If you're wanting to sink your teeth into something even more juicy, my number one best-selling book, Perfectly Imperfect, Your Complete Guide to Loving Yourself and Loving Your Body is now available on all good bookstore sites, both in print, digital, and I narrated it for Audible as well. If you think the coaching or maybe one of my courses is for you, why not head to www.moreconfidence.com.au and get in touch and see if we can talk. And of course, you can find me all across the social medias. That's Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, YouTube, which is where you're probably listening now, or maybe even here on the podcast platform. Sending you big love and wishing you a beautiful day.